This is The Drive with Josh Graham podcast. We're internet sensations, guys. Tune into The Drive weekday afternoons, 3 to 7 on WSJS. You are on a Tuesday drive. It is WSJS, News Talk Sports for the Triad, where Stephen A. Smith brought first take to his alma mater at Winston-Salem State this morning. Not too far down the road from there. Knew that was coming. We'll get the highlights of that in just a little bit. Dot, the six-man of Tar Heel basketball, was there. He'll tell us about it later on. But speaking of the Tar Heels, North Carolina opened up its season at the Smith Center last night, and even though it let Radford hang around a little bit longer than you would have liked to see, that's not the issue I had with the Tar Heels last night. My issue was with Hubert Davis's starting five, and more specifically, five-star point guard Elliot Cadeau did not start. Somebody make it make sense to me. Explain it to me like I'm five. It makes no sense. Not when Paxson Wojcik is the alternative to Cadell. He's a transfer from Brown. Like the Ivy League school. A guy who averaged single-digit points his entire career playing at mid-major schools. That guy is starting over the reclassified five-star point guard. Now, if it were somebody better, like a lot better, like a returning starter, for example, no issues here. I was fine with Marvin Williams coming off the bench for that title team in 2005. I was fine with Nasir Little coming off the bench because of what the alternatives were. Paxson Wojcik starting over Elliot Cadeau? You knew it was bad when the first time they showed him on TV, he had a big gash on his forehead. And how did that happen? How's this not an omen? During pregame, he ran into Armando Baycott's elbow. Armando. Split his forehead wide open. He had to get 10 stitches before he even played for the Tar Heels. Hubert Davis, he's been around now. He said that's something he's never experienced as a player, getting hurt during pregame warm-ups. There's some things as, as a coach that I've experienced that I never experienced as a player. Um, getting hurt at shoot-around, I've never experienced that as a player. <laughs> On a 5 on 0 you know, dummy offense for packs to get hurt, I just... I don't understand that, but, but I'm, I'm thankful that he was okay enough to play. Hold up. Was it warm-ups or was it shoot-around that this happened? Regardless, he got hurt. He has a big gash on his forehead, had to get stitched up, and that guy, Paxson Wojcik, starts over Hubert Davis's first incoming five-star player as North Carolina's basketball coach. We saw in only 19 minutes for Cadeau why he potentially is North Carolina's best true point guard they've had in a decade. He led the team with six assists. Most assists on the team. You want to know the last time a freshman in North Carolina's opener led the team in assists? You got to go back 18 years ago to find the last time that happened. That's what Elliot Cadeau did. In only 19 minutes, that's what he did. Even if Paxiwojic is a little bit better than Elliot Cadeau, it still doesn't make 
a lot of sense because while the starting five might not matter much to you, it does to these kids. They love the pregame introductions. They love to say they're starters. They love all of that pageantry. And I guarantee you, other five stars that North Carolina is going after, other schools are probably pointing and saying, why would you go to that place? You might sit on the bench behind some kid from Brown if you go to North Carolina. Why would you do that? Makes it easy to be recruited against. Not starting Cadeau makes no sense, and you should expect to change sometime soon. Hubert expressed after the game that he's not married to the starting five. Listen. That's the five that I started tonight. It doesn't go any deeper than that. You know, I just, that's the five that I wanted to start tonight. But, um, you know, we got 11 starters, the guys that can come in at any time and, and contribute and, and, and not only contribute, but can make impactful plays on both ends of the floor to give us a chance to be um, the best team that we can possibly become. So um, that's how I feel about our team. 11 starters. Man, what an eye roll. You want to talk about a bigger eye roll than benching Elliot Godot for Paxson Wojcik? 11 starters. Jalen Withers is a starter, you guys. James Okonkwo, a starter. Come on now. Insults our intelligence. Not starting Elliot Godot almost insults our intelligence. It makes no sense. Somebody explain it to me. On X, at WSJS Radio, Will Dalton, the executive producer of this show. We're streaming video on X in addition to YouTube and Twitch. You're with me on this, right? You said a week ago, oh, you know, that's just an exhibition game. If he doesn't start him in the regular season game, then we have problems. Are you with me? I still don't think it's that big of a deal because it's the very beginning. I mean, would I prefer to see Elliot? Let me ask you the question directly. Answer the question directly. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? If you, if you look at it in the sense of they're just trying to ease Elliot into it, or maybe they don't feel like he's ready for the speed of the game yet. Oh, I, I'm sure easing him into the game made a lot of sense when you're losing to Radford 10 minutes in. Maybe they're just trying to slowly get him. A, I mean, because don't forget, he should be in high school right yes now. Yes or no question. What? Does it make sense? I just told you. If you're yes just, or if, no. If you are trying to ease him into it, then yeah, it makes I'm sense. I'm asking you. Does it make sense? If that's what they're trying to do, then yeah, that makes sense. Hubert didn't say that. Well, he didn't, he didn't really say why he did it. All right. Let's go to Ed in Winston-Salem, 336-777-1600. Are you with me on this, Ed? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. And uh, you made a very valid point. Uh, North Carolina's got two five-star big men coming in this coming uh, Sunday. And if Cadeau doesn't start or play a lot, that may influence something. You you hit the nail on the head. Um, to me, Wojak's you know he's a good off the bench player, but Cotto had six dimes in 19 minutes. You know and it, he's going to make some mistakes along the way. And uh, Wojak, you know, has got more experience. But I totally agree with what you're uh, what you're saying. And the first half, Carolina's defense was really really terrible. In the second half, they picked it up a little bit, got a little more aggressive. Played good defense and uh, held them uh, down to I think it was in the 30s yeah. as far as you know shooting percentage. But they're going to have to prove they got a lot of new uh, parts. They're going to have to implement in and get everybody available. And uh, the, the main thing I saw, Josh, that I really like 
was sharing the basketball, not taking real, you know, a lot of terrible bad shots, and a lot of spacing on the floor. Oh, there's no doubt. Thank you so much for the call. That's something that Huber identified in the portal, ball movement, guys who have high assist rate numbers and great efficiency numbers when it comes to moving the basketball. I'm willing to forgive a lot of the defensive stuff. We saw a lot of high scores across college basketball yesterday. Remember, there's some officiating changes with how they're going to officiate the block charge. Essentially, you're not going to see a lot of charges anymore. That's going to affect the way you're able to play defensively. I think that's why you saw a lot of the higher scores. So I'm willing to forgive that, especially the way they played in the second half. But a great point that you just made, Maxim Wojcik is a great bench player, right? This is, a, this is the last point that needs to be made to tie a bow on the Cadeau deal. It doesn't hurt you at all if you start Cadeau. It can hurt you if you don't. Is Paxson Wojcik going to have issues coming off the bench? The transfer from Brown, if he's playing real minutes for Carolina? No. But could Elliot Cadeau have issues? Maybe even if he doesn't have issues with it. Could recruits watching this weekend, watching Carolina basketball, have problems? Maybe. Maybe. So what's, what is the risk to doing so? Just, or what is the value of playing Paxson Wojcik there? I, I really just don't see it. We're a couple days away from the Carolina Panthers facing the Chicago Bears. So naturally, the question gets brought up. If the Carolina Panthers could do it again, would they have traded DJ Moore and all those draft picks for the number one pick? And to that, flatly, the answer is yes. They would do it again. Even though Carolina has just one win right now, Carolina does not regret the DJ Moore trade because they got a quarterback to build around. Nobody knows how good Bryce Young's going to be yet, but we do know he's on a rookie contract for the next five years and taking him ends the cycle of bridge quarterbacks that Carolina's had the last three years, a revolving door, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. Now you got a guy that you have a few years to figure it out around on a cheap rookie contract that you took number one, that you like a lot. You got your guy. You didn't have to pick, Second, nope, you got your guy. And even if Bryce doesn't pan out, let's say in the worst-case scenario, it doesn't work out with nine. They're not, they're not going to regret this trade. That's not the thing they're going to regret. They're not going to regret moving up to the number one pick. They're going to regret the guy they took. I mean, the blueprint is sound. The thinking is sound. Move up to the number one pick, get your quarterback, and what you gave up is worth getting your franchise quarterback just as long as you pick the wrong, pick the right guy. C.J. Stroud's a dude. He's going to be really good. We don't know for sure if Bryce is going to be better than C.J. one day, but right now C.J.'s better than Bryce. Anthony Richardson had moments. Will Levis, he's shown some things. Odds are there are going to be multiple franchise quarterbacks in this draft. Let's hope Bryce Young is one of them. But if he isn't, you're not regretting the D.J. Moore trade. Wow, man, I wish we didn't move up to the number one pick. no. You're mad that they picked the wrong guy. And that's a different conversation. Like the, the thinking is sound. Move up to the number one pick. The philosophy is sound. The evaluation of who you took could have been the problem. Now, there isn't ma added motivation this week. Some think there is. Oh, added motivation. You've got to beat the Bears after that trade. It's not just DJ Moore's revenge game. Oh, the Panthers. They need to do that. They need to finish with a better record than the Bears do. Frank Reich, let it be known that that's not even something he's thought about this week. It's just about trying to win the next football game. Um, you know, one of the things I said to the guys today is, 
you know, sometimes when you get in this position, you know, you wish you could, you look back and you say, you know, you, know, you want to change some things that have happened. You wish that somehow you could double down. Hey, let's just put it all, let's put it all in this one game. Let's, let's double down on everything, right? Get it all back. But that's not real life. That's not real life in the NFL. That's not real life, period. You got to take them one at a time. Even when he's dunking on himself, I appreciate the honesty from Frank Reich. Part of me wishes that he would be a little bit wrestling character and tell his team, you know what? That team fired me a year ago. Let's make it a revenge game against the Colts. Let's try to rev them up because they got off to such a slow start against the Colts. Last week he was saying, kumbaya, I don't, I don't regret my time there. I only have love for that organization. And now it's, oh, I haven't even thought about the fact that we traded away our number one pick to this team, and now we're facing them. Maybe, maybe do light that fire and play to that a little bit. But it doesn't seem like there's any added motivation to win on Thursday. The Panthers, they do not regret the DJ Moore trade. Yeah, we'll get to grammar school in just a bit because our guy B Dot's joining us. What a 24 hours it's been for our guy. Last night he was on the floor revving up. The Smith Center is the sixth man of Tar Heel basketball. North Carolina getting a season opening win against Radford. And for those watching, Dot has his Winston-Salem State gear on as he was in attendance for first take bringing its show to the Smith Center. It was Stephen A. or to the Gaines Center, excuse me. It was Stephen A.'s homecoming. Dot, let's start there. What was the highlight this morning out at the Gaines Center? First of all, big shout to Heritage Hardwood Floors because they look great on ESPN today. Just want to make sure you let you know that. But um, it was just awesome seeing the love that Stephen A. got, man. Just the people that came back to see him. Um, there was a teacher, uh, Miss Roseboro, and I remember one time in school I got in trouble. Um, I was not acting the way I should, and she actually called my mother. She was a professor. I'm in college, and she called my mother and said that her son was acting out in school, and that was like a that really changed the trajectory of my college career. You know, the type of interactions like those, man, like, and she was just so integral in things like that. She was the first person who actually brought um, Stephen A. Smith back to school my freshman year. And that was my first time actually seeing him, a celebrity from Winston-Salem State University. And that was all from Miss Roseboro. So to see Miss Roseboro there today, and she actually got to be on set with Stephen A. And it was just a real full circle moment in Winston-Salem State today, man. Just being able to see the guys that came back that remembered him from school and just the new students or the current students that are being um, beneficiaries of the things and the work that he's put in, man. And I told you that um, Stephen A. and I had a spat on social media a couple years yeah. ago. I got a chance to talk to him and apologize for that. We shook hands on that, so that was a good move. I didn't ask him if he was going to unblock me, but I'm not counting on that. Though. I had that written down as a question. Was Stephen A. Yeah. going to unblock you on yeah, social I media? It. I doubt it. Getting back to the basketball, what was your takeaway game one of the Tar Heels? See, WD was at Duke. I was at uh, Wake Forest and Elon. You were there, obviously, on the floor. What did you think? Um, I liked it. It started off slow. Um, of course, some some butts were tight. Folks were nervous and, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? But, you know, like everybody's trying to get acclimated to this, this season. 
You know what I mean? Like, and Elliot Cadeau came in and had some turnovers early that sort of rattled him, but I liked those turnovers. They were turnovers where one time he didn't even try to dribble. He just went and tried to get the outlet up. You know, like he's just trying to um, speed up the tempo, which is what Carolina basketball is used to. I like the energy from Zayden High. He wasn't very effective offensively, but I just like him with that tall frame, getting rebounds and, and just being effective and active. Um, RJ was one for five from three. That's probably the worst he'll shoot all season. I still like his confidence. Armando played big. Jalen played well. Guy had eight points, I think, four rebounds. I really like the man. It's a lot of room for improvement, of course, but I like the fact that we have depth. Um, I like the fact that, you know, at least last night, Coach HD played a bunch of guys, damn near everybody. And um, I look forward to the season, Josh, for real, for real. I have a theory. I think when things were, you said they started out slow. If you right. looked at the shooting numbers for Carolina, they were really good. Radford's numbers were just good, too. I think across college basketball yesterday, you just saw a lot of high-scoring games. And I think the reason is offici- officials have made it clear to coaches with the rule changes, they're just not going to call charges anymore, essentially. So you got to adjust to that. How do you play defense? And I think that's why you saw a lot of high-scoring games. UMBC, Louisville, 94, 93. You know, Elon and Wake putting up a ton of points. Wake Forest scored over 100 last night. I think you're going to see a lot of that early on in the season. Speaking of games this week, how excited are you to watch Caleb Love play at Cameron on Friday night? Can't wait, man. I do the PA announcement for Butler High School in Charlotte, North Carolina. We got the second week of the playoffs this Friday. So that is the only reason I will not be in Cameron Indoor with a Caleb Love Arizona jersey on. I hope Arizona beats the wheels off of Dan Duke. Oh, my God. I can't wait for this game, man. Seriously. I don't know if um, Arizona will be able to do it. That Duke team is tough. I didn't get a chance to see them last night. I don't even know what the final score was. But just what I've seen on paper from that team, they really have a damn squad. So I'm interested. It was a lot to a little, Doc. WD was at the game. Do you even know what the final score was? A lot to a little. You did it. Stay there till the end. No, I left at halftime because I had to do the morning show. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Show number two of the day. Okay. Going through Caleb Love. Caleb Love last night had 12 points for Arizona in the win against Morgan State to open up. Caleb last year attempted more than 10 shots four or five times. Make it six times. Over under 12 and a half attempts for Caleb Love at Cameron Friday. <laughs> That's a good question. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to say under. Okay. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to say that Caleb has matured. Uh, <laughs> they can't even get it out. Caleb, Burn the hand, Dot. Burn the hand. If his first couple shots go in... <laughs> Caleb going to be letting that thing fire. You hear me? (laughs) Yeah, just like that. Okay, let's get to grammar school. Josh Graham has his own way of speaking. And just when you think it can't get any worse, Josh is going to attempt to learn B-Dot's vernacular. I'm going to put one in the air. It's time. For B Dot's Grammar School. Nobody better than B Dot. Free game, during game, post game. Brought to you by Heritage Hardwood Floors. When it comes to flooring, they have no ceiling. Did you see West Durham last night? I did, man, but when I got a chance to get over there, he was gone. I didn't get a chance to hug the big guy. Tough. 
But again, big shout to Heritage Hardwood Floors, who was on ESPN today, thanks to Winston-Salem State University. And let this be a lesson to any other businesses out there. It is good business to do business with Winston-Salem State University. Boom. Bada bing, bada boom. I have a caucastic question before you throw some urban-centric questions my way. Taylor Swift's been in the news quite a bit. Your wife's a Chiefs fan. I'm sure you've she's enjoyed seeing all the Taylor Swift cutaways. Hates it. Hates it. Name two Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> Go ahead, give my buzzer. <laughs> no way! Can you give me one? Go ahead, give my buzzer. No way! <laughs> For real? I'm dead serious, man. <laughs> Shake it off. 22? None of that. Oh. Shake it off. I do know shake it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now here's the thing. I'm I'm fully aware that if a Taylor Swift song plays, I will probably know it. However, to just give you Taylor Swift songs ain't gonna happen. That's incredible. I love that. Okay. Now now the floor is yours. What do you have for me? Josh Graham, if somebody got popped, P-O-P-P-E-D, what happened? Popped. Man, you just got popped. Huh. I'm going to say, you know, I think I know this one. I'm going to go for it rather than going to some help. I'm going to say popped means you got arrested or pulled over by the police at least, but I'm going to say arrested. That's what it means when you got popped. That's your final answer? Yeah. Pop means you got shot. No! Come but on. I hear people saying you got popped. It's like, oh, man, he had something on him. He got popped. Yeah, I he thought... got knocked. He got knocked. Oh. Like a knocker, he got knocked. Yeah, somebody who got arrested got knocked. Somebody who got shot got popped. That's on me. I'll wear that one. That's on me, baby. Up next, what is a Stolex? A what? <laughs> what is a Stolex? A Stolex. Yes. Well, deductive reasoning would tell me that it means it's a watch, more specifically a Rolex that was stolen and then <laughs> resold on the black market. That's what I think a Stolex means. Okay. I'm going to go with that over saying it's just a knockoff version of a Rolex. I'm going to say it's like a stolen, sold, secondhand Rolex. You're 100% correct, Josh Brown. Let's go. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Yes. We gave away Hootie and the Blowfish tickets earlier today, by the way. Is that is Hootie somebody that's a significant Darius Rucker in the black community? If you would have asked me what's the black guy's name in Hootie and the Blowfish, I wouldn't have got it right. So that answers my question, I think. There we go. <laughs> by the way, just to make uh, WD work over there, we'll do uh, – we. The first caller right now at 336-777-1600 gets tickets to Hootie and the Blowfish. Hell! How about that? Uh, in Raleigh, September 13th of next year, obviously. 336-777-1600. Okay, let's see if I win this week, though. In order to win, you have to let me know, what does it mean if someone looks crusty? <laughs> Is this different than Ashy, like Ashy Larry from Chappelle Show? Yes, I would not say that Ashy Larry looked crusty. I would just say Ashy Larry was ashy as hell. 
Yeah, he was also bad at the dice game. Yeah. World, <laughs> good job. World yeah. Series of Dice. He wasn't very good at that. Good Bill Burr, legendary announcer in that bit. WD has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> Zero. I don't know who Bill Burr is. Steve Forbes good was job. listening yesterday, by the way. How and was said, he? He said, WD has no idea what blue chips is. WD yeah. hasn't seen blue chips. What are we doing around here? Sorry, I'll tell him about it. He's like, is he okay upstairs? That's Wait, what, 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 what sports movie did he go? To, did he see? Did he see Teen Wolf? No, he's no. gonna watch. He's gonna watch Blue Chips tonight. Yeah. Oh, it's tonight. Okay, 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 okay. So he I'll hasn't seen Forbes Blue Chips. About that. Okay. Yeah, you should. And that I'm sane. I'm yeah. okay. Just making sure. I, that's what I said. I said you were all right. Um, crusty. <laughs> I'm gonna say crusty means somebody's looking old. You look old. You look crusty. Is that your final answer? Yes. WD, I will allow you to be the judge on this. Will you get no! me a button? <laughs> Just gave me the X. Why? What is it, WD? Means you need to shower. <laughs> You're looking crusty. Oh. Crusty, dirty, stinky, Not old. musty, ill. Yeah. Okay. Not necessarily old. I don't know what you're saying about the elderly. The fact that you had to go to WD for that. Well, what's the difference uh, between being old and being smelly? Like you need a shower. Well, I didn't know if because old in the idea of vintage old and and that type you, okay. may have, you may have been not old as in age but old as in worn and tethered you may have gotten that from wd but he wasn't with it so i let him be the judge. darn it all right well there you go i lost yep. grammar school oh i wanted to give you a platform on the way out would you like to yell at me about bryce young versus cj stroud Nope. I just like to <laughs> laugh at you. I'm just laughing at you, just fighting. I'm talking about you are fighting, trying to hold on to dear life to this Bryce Young. Let it go. Let it go. I'm talking about frozen. Let it go. Let you read it my go. mind. Back. Let it go, Josh. He's horrible this season. He may be better next season. Who knows? But this season, it ain't looking good. When CJ Stroud is throwing for 500 yards and five touchdowns, and Bryce is throwing two pick sixes, and you lose by two touchdowns, please stop defending that man, Josh. Please. I'm not saying and that And jump he's... on this Brandon Miller train in Charlotte. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the L on the Brandon Miller front, even though, by the way, he hasn't looked good in all three of the road games that he's had so far. Good at home. Oh, you're going to pick out something, huh? Bryce ain't looked good in none of the games, including the win. Uh, well, again, I... I, I am willing to take the L on the Brandon Miller front. I'm willing to take that. I'm not ready to take the L on Bryce Young, and I'm going to hold on to that stock. I'm going to hold on to it, and then uh, a couple years from now, I'm going to hold that stock up and say, hey, remember when you jumped out? Look at me right now. I got Starbucks in the 90s stock. That's what I have in Josh, my hand. You're, you're taller than Bryce Young, Josh. That's true. <laughs> I, I mean, that is true. That's not even, that's not subjective. That's objective. I've, I've stood next to the man on Sunday. I, I am taller than Bryce Young is. I'm right. not going to dispute that one altogether. Okay. Right. Do you have any good stories, by the way, either at the Smith Center or from First Take to Share on the way out? No, I don't. But I will say this, that this past weekend I was doing some work because my podcast drops in February. Yes. So I was in um, Nashville, Tennessee. Had never been there before. And who else lives in Nashville, Tennessee? Robert Walsh. You're doggone oh. right. I had to link up with my boy Robert Walsh, man. And he told me to tell y'all that he still listens. He absolutely loved what you did, WD, with the ski. Which is so <laughs> funny to me. 
because you played it at the top of the show. So big shout to Robbie Walsh and the Drive family, man. Even in Nashville, we're still family. That's it, man. That is a good pull on WD's part. I love it so much. It makes me so happy. All right, Dot. Enjoy. Man, what a 24 hours for you. We'll talk to you next week. Love you guys. Be good, gang. It's the Drive with Josh Graham. WSJS. Useless Carolina Panthers sound is on the way. That stat that I promised regarding Wake basketball, something that happened with them last night that no D1 team has done in the last 15 years we'll get to. But first, full disclosure, this is what I know. If you've been listening to this show for a while now, We've been going on five and a half years, longest running local sports talk show in the history of the triad. You might know, you might remember intern Aaron. I still have people ask me about intern Aaron because he was quite a character. If you think I'm a character, this guy even more so. One of our favorite people ever is on the line right now. And all it says on this screen in front of me, intern Aaron has something he wants to address. That's all I know. So I don't know what intern Aaron's about to say right now. But I'm going to let him address whatever he wants to address with us. Hi, intern Aaron. How's it going there, Mr. Graham? Oh, things are just swell. What's what's going on with you? Josh, I'm on my way home. Got some work to do. I turn the show on and I hear you, you know, telling stories and reminiscing about the good old days and you meet your wife and all that. And then I hear you call her Sarah Bradford Steele. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, her, that's her first and middle name. That's what it is. Right. Right. Her last name's her last name's still Graham? Like Yeah, I know. Bradford's not her last name. WD's looking at me like I have two heads. Did did you not know that Bradford is her is her middle name? No, I didn't. I I thought this was like a bit. (laughs) What? I thought that was like a Hold one second. Everybody calm down. Let's press pause for a second. This is important because I guess we have so many bits that people just assume bits where bits aren't there. Um Her name is Sarah Bradford Graham. That's her name. Oh. (laughs) And it's important. This guy's as close to me as anybody. WD here. Yes. And he didn't know that. Intern Aaron didn't know that, it sounds like. So maybe the entire triad did not know that her name is Sarah Bradford Graham. That's her name. Uh, All this time, I thought Bradford was her last name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see? Aaron, you just did a service for the entire triad, I think. And certainly for Sarah Bradford, too. That's what you did because there are a lot of people that are probably really confused because it does happen on a monthly basis. Somebody walks up to me. Why do you call her Sarah Bradford? Well, that's her name. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for doing a service for the triad today, and it's good to hear your voice, Aaron. Good to hear from you, Josh. Keep up the good work, my man. Thanks, man. There he goes. Intern Aaron. No, it's... I did wonder. If her name was Mary Ashley, would anybody dot an eye or bat an eye at it? No, I don't think so. It's Desmond Johnson, who just who used to produce this show, texted me. I didn't know that either. <laughs> this is important. I can Sir, you can you get Robert Walsh on the phone? Or actually, I think the phone lines are lighting up let's right see now. See who that might be. See, let's get people get Robert Walsh on the phone and see if he knows that this is the deal. Right? And now the entire chat's lighting up. Wait a minute. Why? Why is we live in the South? It's that's a southern thing. 
No one dots an I when it's Mary Ashley. Same number of syllables as Sarah Bradford. Am I wrong? One, two, three, four. But Sarah Bradford's just so implausible versus Mary Ashley. See if you can get Robert Walsh on the line, and we'll just blindly quiz him to see if he knew as well, because that's the guy on this show who's known me as well as anybody on this planet. And if he didn't know, then probably nobody knows. But getting to Wake basketball, unless we're going to Robert right now. Yeah, don't give him any background. I just want to go straight to Robert. Tell him I want to go straight to Robert. I don't want you to background him whatsoever. If I'm going to be blindsided by something, then he's going to be blindsided by it, too. Then we'll get to useless Carolina Panthers sound momentarily. WD, stop talking to him. I want to talk to Robert right now. Okay. All right. Robert, we is he pre- is he prepped at all? No. Tell him where you are, Robert. Hey, Robert. I'm in the sauna at the gym. He didn't tell me a damn thing. He's I'm in the sauna. Okay. Do you know my wife's name? Sarah Bradford. Okay. <laughs> what is my wife's last name? Oh, shoot. I about cut. <laughs> Actually, let me ask you this a better way. Did you know my wife's last name was not Bradford? <laughs> no, yeah, that's her first name. Her first name is Sarah Bradford. There we go. Oh. So Robert did know. We're, I was having a conniption here because intern Aaron <laughs> called the show. Why do you still call her Sarah Bradford? WD did not know her last name wasn't Bradford. In the entire chat, in my phone, in my text, in my, my mentions, they're all saying the same thing. Well, I'm glad I could uh, praise the name of Sarah Bradford. Love you, buddy. Yeah. Turn on the red light, big dog. There goes Robert Walsh. He was in the sauna, he said. All the, like, literally the chat is exploding right now. You can get to the highlights of that in a bit. Can I get to Wake Forest basketball now? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Wake Forest, there is never a dull moment with them. They played Elon last night. And according to ESPN, last night was the first time in Division I basketball in the last 15 years that a team trailed by 20 points in a game and still won by 20. Hasn't happened in 15 years in D1 basketball. Which is interesting because Wake Forest was down by a ton in their exhibition and then won by a ton against Alabama. This Wake team, it's going to be similar to the last two teams we saw under Steve Forbes. And I mean that as a compliment. When Steve Forbes replaced Danny Manning, we asked one thing of Steve Forbes. Please be interesting. At least be interesting. If you're good, that's great. That's a bonus. But be interesting. Because Danny Manning's teams, they were bad and they were uninteresting. They were not fun to watch. And Wake Forest has been fun to watch. And last night was even fun to watch. You got what you got the price of your ticket. It was worth the price of your ticket to watch the Deeks last night against Elon. I brought that stat up to Steve Forbes, and predictably he was not very happy to have that honor. I'm not happy, you know. I mean, yeah, I'm happy that we won. Um, but we can't can't play like that. Expect to win at the level that we want to win at. They're capable of winning at. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things that I wouldn't know that. Um, it's not something I would say that I would be particularly proud of, to be honest. Understandably so. Cam Hildreth, he looks like this season's all-ACC guard. Two years ago, it was Alondis Williams. Last year, it was Ty Appleby. It's going to be Cam Hildreth this time around. He had a career-high 33 points. Going in, his career-high was 23. 
Now he has the ball more. He plays defense more than those last two guys did. Really do like his game. He also had 38 in the exhibition game in case you had any doubts that this was just a one-off, the 33 that he dropped. Very impressive stuff from Cam and help still on the way. Damari Monsanto, he's about a month away. He brings something that they needed last night. They needed some shooting, and he's going to bring that in a month. Maybe Efton Reed, Steve, when I asked him about it last night, said that Efton was denied again a couple of days after media day, but they're still fighting to see if they can get him eligible, a la North Carolina continuing to fight after Tez Walker was denied a handful of times. If they had Bobby Clintman on this team, it's a real shame what happened in the offseason with him, then this is an ACC contender. I truly believe that. But without him, still a good team, still a fun team, and it's similar to the last couple of Wake teams that we've seen. WD, what's been the highlight of all these tweets, all these messages in the chat that we're seeing? Well, the trend here is the majority of these people thought her last name was Bradford. Uh, I see Kyle, the Amazon driver. Yeah. Uh her maiden name was probably Bradford. She married Josh, dropped the old middle name, took on his. My mom did the same thing. Am I right? No. No. You're not. Sir Bradford, popular right now here. Shout out to what? Uh, Seriously. Your F- wife. My wife. The Drive with Josh Graham, only on WSJS. Oh no, a light bulb just went out for one of our lights here in the studio. Did you mess it up? What'd you do? It was making a bit of a buzzing noise. And then you messed with it. So I turned it off and then tried to turn it back on and it didn't turn back on. Didn't want anything to explode in here. So we're a little bit darker on our YouTube, Twitch, and X pages. Hopefully just temporarily. Well, we can't have nice things. But you can have nice things because right now we're giving away tickets to go see Hootie and the Blowfish next September. These tickets aren't even on sale yet. All you have to do is give us a call at 336-777-1600 and tell us something good. We have two pairs. So the first two people to do that are going to see Hootie, not a person, Darius Rucker. Next September in Raleigh, because it's time for weekly positivity. for just spelling your name correctly. Weekly Positivity is brought to you by Biscuit King. Four locations, three in High Point, home of the Ganormous Biscuit, and that's good. 336-777. One six hundred. The only rule we have in winning tickets by telling us something good is the thing that's good can't be that you just won tickets. 
because that's redundant. Hi, Jeff. Jeff and Winston Salem with us. Tell me Hello, something. Jeff. Hi. Tell me something good. Uh, I'm say ACC basketball is starting up, and that's really good. I've got. Who's your team, Jeff? What's that? Do you have a team, Jeff? Uh, I pulled for Duke. Wow. Did you stay up for that and game last night? They're really good. They are. Uh, I listened to it on the. I listened to it on the radio. Ah, I wonder what they station that really might have been. Yeah, it's pretty good. Jeff, uh, enjoy enjoy Hootie and the Blowfish. Thanks for the call. All right, thank you. There he goes. WD, before we get to Sarah, how about you tell me something good? Well, I'm excited because I'm going to get to go see Carolina and Duke play football this weekend. Wow. That's going to happen. I wish I could have gone to that game. Drake May might be the last time that he plays at Keenan. He be. says he's not going to go through senior day festivities. He says that should be just for the seniors, and he's not one of those. Projected top 10 draft pick. I will be at NC State and Wake Forest on the CW. You can wow. watch that game. Let's go to Sarah in Greensboro. Sarah, tell me something good. Well, I am on my way with my whole family to an early Thanksgiving dinner, and I'm going to have fried turkey for the first time. And they say that's good. Yeah. What are you bringing? What are you bringing to the Thanksgiving feast? Nothing. I don't have to take anything. Wow. That's even better. That is good. What are your kids most look forward to eating? Is it the fried turkey? Macaroni and cheese. See, this is important. This is a key point. Growing up, I didn't have macaroni and cheese at my Thanksgiving feast, and it's something I've learned about as I've gotten older and feel deprived as a kid for not having. WD, growing up in High Point, did you have mac and cheese at your Thanksgiving feast? Yes, I did. Oh, very jealous. Mac and very cheese. jealous. Well, Sarah, enjoy the mac and cheese and the fried turkey, and enjoy Darius Rucker and Hootie and the Blowfish next year. Thank you. You're welcome. So loud. <laughs> I know you're excited, but we're, whis we're whispering. Wow. We're out of hootie tickets. Oh. <laughs> does Keenan know this? He does now. <laughs> I guess we could give. We have stuff. Come on. You know what? Let me see if Keenan is cool with this because WD is not doing his job properly. He. What did I do? You're supposed to, like, when you run out of tickets, you're supposed to, like, tell them that. Hey, we, we're out of tickets now. So I'm going to bargain with <laughs> Keenan in Kernersville. Where's Keenan calling from again, WD? Uh, I think that would be Kernersville. Okay. I don't have, we have, I don't have any more hootie tickets. But here's what I do have, Keenan. If you tell me something good, you have your choice of going to Wake Forest since he stayed on Saturday, going to see Green Day next year in Charlotte, and frankly, I think those are two really good options for telling me something good. Does any of that pique your interest, Keenan? State game all day long. Okay, well, all you have to do is tell me something good, and you'll go watch the pack on Saturday. 
I tell you, I called you maybe 18 months ago. Oh, wow. And I had something good to tell you. It was my the birth of my baby girl. Well, tomorrow we find out the make and model of our next kid. And that's going to be good. Okay. Let me ask you this, though. Are you big on gender reveals publicly, or is that something you and your lady have between yourselves? This is number four. We're over that. I'm glad. <laughs> what about with the first three? I mean, it happened, but that's for other people. You know, that's that's not for Keenan. I like it. I like it, Keenan. Well, enjoy NC State and Wake Forest on Saturday. I will. Go Pack. Same deal goes to Stuart in Greensboro. Stuart, I hate to break it to you, but my producer, sometimes things get past him. Like like numbers, real numbers. Like uh, not knowing how many tickets he has to this concert. So your choice of NC State Wake Forest on Saturday or going to see Green Day next year, all you have to do is tell me something good. I went to the Tar Hill game last night. Uh huh. And they moved the ball beautifully. Wow. Would you hold one sec? Hold one sec, Stuart. Would you say that their ball movement was good? It was delightful, and it was good. Your vocabulary is good. Thank you for the phone call, Stuart. Thank you. Here he goes, Stuart in Greensboro. I just feel uplifted. WD has been up since 4 o'clock in the morning after getting back from Duke at 1 a.m. Does this uplift you at all? I feel just renewed, and I could do another whole show. Let's go. Do we have any more light bulbs? I don't know. Well, yeah, I think we do in the closet somewhere since you broke ours. So that's not good. Not a great way to cap weekly positivity. Yeah, WD, get on that.